On today's show, GM has good reason to aggressively protect the Cadillac Escalade. V2V communication hits the racetrack, and Tesla acknowledges it needs more humans and not robots to build its cars. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Sales of the Cadillac Escalade are up a strong 17% in the first quarter in the U.S. this year. But sales of its main competitor, the Lincoln Navigator, have skyrocketed 63%. That's why Bloomberg is reporting GM is offering lessees of all 2016 Escalades a $7,500 discount to keep them in the SUV. And while that is a big discount, GM makes enormous profits off the Escalade. Analysts estimate that the profit per vehicle is more than 20 grand and that the company makes a billion dollars in profit annually off the SUV. So it's easy to see why GM is being so aggressive to protect those sales. Speaking of General Motors, the company is cutting a shift at its Lordstown, Ohio plant that builds the Chevrolet Cruze. This is the second time in less than a year the company has cut a shift at the plant. The facility had been running three shifts, but now it's down to one. The move is expected to affect 1,500 workers, and the company is offering them $60,000 buyouts. As we've reported for some time now, customers are ditching passenger cars in favor of crossovers and trucks. And the cruise is no different. Sales fell 2% in 2017, and they're down another 26% in the first quarter of this year. Still to come, one company is applying V2V technology to motorsports. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. As we know, connected vehicles have the potential to make driving much safer. And while we've seen a number of applications for road-going vehicles, an electronics company is now taking the technology to the racetrack. Autotox, a leader in vehicle-to-everything or V2X communication chipsets, just completed a test at a racetrack in Israel that saw a number of cars equipped with its V2V technology. Drivers were alerted by a flashing set of yellow lights on the steering wheel, along with a buzzer sound if they were approaching a dangerous situation, like a crash or a car that had unexpectedly slowed down. By showing how its technology can function in a harsh environment like a racetrack, Autotox hopes providing drivers with an instant warning will cut down on injuries and possibly even fatalities for both professional and amateur racing. Before the Model 3 went into production, Tesla CEO Elon Musk bragged how automation would help it create a competitive advantage over established automakers. But as we now know, the company is struggling to ramp up production of the Model 3, and that's largely due to relying on so many robots. But now Elon Musk is acknowledging that mistake and sent out a tweet that said, quote, excessive automation at Tesla was a mistake and that humans are underrated. Elon also said that Tesla should be able to sustain production of 2,000 Model 3s a week, but that's short of what it had been aiming for. Speaking of Tesla, 
you won't want to miss this week's AutoLine After Hours. This is a show a lot of you have been waiting for because our special guest is Sandy Monroe, who will be here to talk about his teardown of the Model 3. So if you have any questions, send them our way to viewer mail at autoline.tv and join us for some of the best insider discussions in the auto industry. Coming up next, a look at some of the design changes to the new Jeep Cherokee. Lighter, safer, stronger, quieter, and more sustainable. Tell us where you need to go, and we'll help you get there. Dow Automotive Systems. We don't succeed unless you do. When the new Jeep Cherokee was revived back in 2014, it featured polarizing design, especially in the front end. But the new model has a more traditional look. On last week's AutoLine After Hours, we were joined by Rich Silbert, the engineering development manager of the new Cherokee, and he talked about the styling changes to the SUV. It was this sort of wedgy front end, it, it long and protruded, so we, we shrunk it back, pushed it back, maintained that flat front, but, but it's shorter. And we were able to maintain the same aerodynamics with that styling. The front, I, I think, is probably the biggest takeaway. People see it. Uh, we, we were able to maintain the aluminum hood design, although we've extended it to come over the, the headlamps, very similar to the other, the other Jeeps in the family, which is one of the delineators from the previous model. When we move to the lift gate, though, I think the rear styling is much improved as well. And I think our customers will see that. We have taken the license plate from the what is basically like a bumper, if you will, and moved it up into the lift gate to properly display it. And because it's an international vehicle, we need to accommodate all those, hmm. all those plates, whether it's Japan or your standard uh, European rectangle, or the, you know, the Japan is an odd one because it's very tall but rectangular. But again, <clears throat> pardon me, LED tail lamps. We have a different light signature that encompasses all the lamps. We've gone to an amber turn for the North American market, which somewhat of a safety feature and somewhat of a preference. For a deeper dive into the development of the new Jeep Cherokee, you can watch that entire show right now on our website, autoline.tv, or just look for it on our YouTube channel. That's it for today. Thanks for watching. Please join us again tomorrow.